0: In breaking news this morning, Russia says it was forced to scramble two of its fighter jets after British warplanes were spotted approaching the Russian border. Russia's defence minister says three UK military aircraft were intercepted as they headed over the Black Sea. President Vladimir Putin addressed the nation about the weekend's aborted armed mutiny, thanking the Wagner mercenary fighters who stood down to avoid bloodshed. It comes as the federal opposition questions our government $110 million pledge to Ukraine, asking whether the support is too little, too late. Joining me now is the Federal Opposition Leader, Peter Dutton. Good morning to you. First of all, let's morning, go morning. to this quite tense situation between Russia and the UK this morning. What do you understand happened?
1: Well, Matt, no, it's, uh, it's very concerning. And as we know, uh, and as the government's pointed out regularly, we're living in a very uncertain time. Uh, not just in Europe, but uh, obviously in our own neighbourhood as well. Uh, I suspect we need to be very careful about uh, President Putin's actions now. He'll be trying to flex a muscle and show that he's back in control and scrambling fighter jets will be part of that. Uh, It'll be an optic that he wants to display, that he's back in charge, back in control, he's a strong man. And that probably puts him in a very dangerous stage uh, of his presidency. And I hope that he's weakened and I hope that... uh, Uh, The Russian people can be liberated at some point, but at the moment uh, he's wounded and he'll be uh, a very difficult and prickly character. Uh, I think we should be very careful about his next moves.
0: Yeah, how much control do you think he does have? Is this the beginning of the end?
1: There's there's a lot of analysis around at the moment. I, I don't think anybody truly knows because you don't know whether there are people internally who realise that his days are almost gone and it's time to transition now that could be an orderly transition Uh, he could dig in Uh, we just don't know the level of support that remains around him Uh, all you can hope is that he's deposed soon uh, and that there's stability uh, brought to a country at some point but as we've seen in ukraine uh, the actions there of president putin have been unpredictable Uh, they've been bloody and uh, he's he's a very vicious character
0: and so now there's this theory, uh, you know, he might get things make things worse with Ukraine. Our government, of course, has pledged this $110 million in aid to Ukraine. Why do you think that's a bad thing?
1: Well, I think if you look at uh, the words of Michael Shoebridge, uh, who's a defence expert in Australia, he was the head of uh, uh, ASPE, uh, the defence think tank, uh, Greg Sheridan writing today in The Australian, uh, it's an anemic response, uh, as Greg Sheridan describes. And we need to be there with Ukraine Uh, right until the point where they win this war and they're liberated. Uh, We've got, as we know, innocent women and children being slaughtered uh, by the Russian attacks and if the West runs out of path or we get bored uh, and distracted and move on to the next shiny ball, then we're going to leave those people high and dry. And the Australian public has been very supportive of President President Zelensky and his cause and by sending Vietnam-era... Uh, you know, vehicles to Ukraine. It's not what they ask for. Uh, the Ukraine military is very, very uh, cognizant of what they need. Mm. They ask for particular vehicles, including the Hawkeyes. They are the vehicles that should be sent because the Ukrainians know best what they need. And I think the other point to make, Mel, is that they've, the government is asking defence to pay for this, which is why I think defence is reluctant to send mm. more equipment. They want... Uh, new money for, for this and, and they should get it. Uh, Defence shouldn't have to absorb this expense.
0: Uh, I understand and it sounds reasonable when you when you look at it like that, but hasn't our own Defence Department said the Hawkeyes are not the ones to send, uh, they're hard to service and they, they recommend not sending them?
1: Well, Mel, in the latest budget, uh, the government cut $1.5 billion from Defence so they're already scratching around trying to find sa- savings and I think, that uh, the, the problem is uh, that they just can't afford uh, to absorb it again. If they're, if they're going to take the Hawkeyes and have to replace them, uh, then you've got a situation where Defence will say, well, we can't afford to send them. And, and that shouldn't be the basis of the decision. Uh, the Defence Department should be making the basis of their decision, the advice from Ukraine authorities. And I, I think... You can understand why Defence wouldn't advise government to send them if they're having to foot the bill.
0: Okay. Peter Dutton, thank you very much for your time this morning.